0: You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Avram and I hope you enjoy this episode. So, we start fine-tuning alocha, the Dirishu, Mishnabrura, Dinei uh, Erev Tavshivan. This, of course, is one of the Takonas, akdumot, according to some. this goes all the way back to the time of Sholmah Melech, possibly, and um, and let's take a look in Shulchan Aruch about Eruv Tavshilin, which is Yom Tav Shechali of Shabbat. Now, the main thing, of course, is, is that Shabbos is coming. The Tav is on Erev Shabbos. Shabbos on Yom tev, you're allowed to cook. The question is, Shabbos is coming. I haven't cooked for Shabbos. Lo You're not allowed to cook straight, directly. This is a quote from the Mishnah B'itzah. We we weren't this. Shiva, you might remember we did this a couple of months ago in our in our uh, uh, fundamentals class. Uh, we did this Mishnah and Beitzah, uh and the halachas about it. Well, You can't outright start cooking on Yontif and says, "Oh, I'm cooking for Shabbos No. Now, but if you take a look, the uh, the Shochan adds the words in its own pot. In other words, if it's its own pot, that's for what are you cooking that pot for? That's for Shabbos. Can't do that. What you can do is cook a tremendous amount, well, a decent amount, a large amount for Yontav. They could be big pots, but at least some of that pot you're going to be eating Yuntav food. or hoster So this is a way out for People who don't make erev tavshilin, but al yidei erev mavashu betchilu leshabbos. The erev allows you to actually cook directly for Shabbos. Now, why are you allowed to do that? We're going to see in the in the um if uh, how erev works, how the erev allows you, because we know the Pusik says achasha yochavu ko ochol nefesh hulavado What's meant for you to eat, you're allowed to do. A whole range of malachas are allowed to do on Yontif. But it would seem it's Asher Yochel that you are doing. You are taking part of it today. You, we know that you're not allowed to cook for a weekday. We know that you can't just say, oh, it's Yontif, let's cook all that jam and jelly for the whole winter. Oh, it's Shemini Atzeres, let's get all that uh, stew, put it in mason jars and freeze it for the whole year can't do that that's like cooking uh we talked about cooking for a non-jew that's like cooking that's like misuse of the malacha misuse of what we're allowing you to cook for does the same thing apply to shabbos it has nothing to do with today it's tomorrow so we're going to see the mishnaburah to uh, the what the what the what the issue is uh the the two ways of looking at it now the ramah tells us what does erav mean Eruv is a mixture. What's the mixture? You know, we know something is mu'urav. What's being mixed? What's getting mixed? What's getting mixed mixed is, is that you on Yontif are cooking a dish. You're cooking your lasagna. It's on Yontif for the sake of your Shabbos meal. You're going to have lasagna Friday night. So So it's now connected to what you started to make on Erev for the sake of Shabbos. And since you started... since you started doing this on Erev Yontif, so that's the reason why you're allowed to, since you started this on Erev Yontif, that's the reason why you're allowed to continue. Now, and that's why it's called Erev tavshilin. It's called Erev tavshilin because you've mixed what you did on Erev Yontif together with what you're doing on Yantif. So there's a there's a connection. And as the Rambam explains, Nimtzer Shlohisku Malacha Biyontif. You didn't start the malacha; you finished it, and that sounds very weak, because <laughs> obviously the the egg and the and and, and the that you put down on erev yontif has no connection to the lasagna that you're grating on yontif. It's a separate pot, but lo, but but the fiction is that it's somehow together. And we don't view you as if you have started to cook on Yontif for Shabbos. And the question is, why does that work? So we're going to see two reasons uh, in the Mishnah Baruch. Again, even if you explain what the logic is, you still need to understand why that makes sense. Yes, I hear what you're saying, but it really obviously is, is two separate cookings. Zeh, the Shulchan Aruch says you're allowed to place this erev afilu when afilu Even if it's very late, and sometimes there's a big rush on, on, on erev Yantif, Even if, according to some opinions, you might have the sun might have gone down already, the erev can work, and we allow you to cook. Hmm. Which also seems to indicate that, hey, maybe you didn't make it. Maybe it's already yontif already. Still, we're going to allow you to use the Arif. Now, all of this tells me that the iser of cooking from Shabbos to yontif, from yontif to Shabbos, is not really an iser from the Torah. Cooking, doing the situation I said before, boiling all the apricots and putting them in mason jars on yontif for the sake of the winter, Making a bunch of goulash for the winter or for the, or even for next sun, even for the weekday. That's an, that is an Easter Daraisa. Why? Because it's not connected to yuntif at all. It's clearly intention for something else. However, Shabbos, because it's a holy day, somehow connects into yuntif as well. You can't cook on Shabbos, but since Yuntif and Shabbos are sort of cousins in Kedusha, Shabbos is actually an upgrade. You don't make Havdalah when it comes Yontip to Shabbos. It actually the Kedusha sort of elevates, right? When Yuntif ends, you don't make a you don't make a Havdalah indicating that Yuntif's over and Shabbos has started. So there's a certain sense of how the Kedusha is elevated from Yuntif to Shabbos. That also pay, plays a role that what you're doing is considered a, a, a not- It's considered as if you did it on Yantiv for Yantiv, even though it was for tomorrow. Uh, Robert Kivilevich, if I may? Yes, yes. If we compare this with the Eruv that we do uh, around, uh, as a string, around all kinds of Jews, it kind of elevates and connects all kinds of Jews, although they might keep their uh, Shabbos differently and do things differently, we create this unity. Maybe here also, it's kind of a... Okay. for the sake of unity of Okay form. all right so you're, you it's what you're saying is definitely correct that that having an ariv in a city uh is a very crucial thing and many chasidic poskim are very strong about pushing it even though you would think oh, the chassidim are very machmer. they actually wanted it and many chasidic cities they 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 instituted ariv even in 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 big places and part of it is what you were saying in order that there should be this – everybody should be able to be involved and be in the public square together. Women shouldn't be stuck in their homes with children, being able to take them out. People should be able to bring what they want to the shul. So you're correct. It does create a, a, a community. Uh, right Now, however, um, technically, even though Erevin, what we've been learning in the Dafyomi – is about making a Lechi and a Korah and a Tzuras ha-pesach. technically that is called Mechitzos. That's technically not called Eruv because even though everybody will tell you, does the city have an Eruv? Oh, we got telephone wires. That's our Eruv. Strictly from the term Eruv, Eruv applies to uh, three things. It applies It applies to Eruv Tchum, Where I want to uh, get more space for walking. So I normally the square gives me 2000 Amis. Let's say this is my city. I have 2000 Amis in each direction. If I want to be able to go 4000 Amis, let's say down this way, I put the ARIV here and that actually now bonds me with new walking area. That's why it's called an Eruv Tchum. You actually are connecting to another Tchum, another border. So there you have the Eruv, meaning you have the mixture. Uh, The other term of Eruv is Eruve Chatzeros, where you have a house and a Chatzar. And the rabbis say, since the Chatzar, a bunch of people can carry into the Chatzar or own the Chatzar, it seems like a Rishus HaRabim. Here's the house here's another house, and let's say here's the chotzer in front of the both houses. So Chazal, Shlomo Melech, and their Bezdin, and Chazal afterwards affirmed you can't carry from the house into the chotzer. Why not? Because the chotzer seems like a Rishush HaRabim in many people's eyes, because so many people have usage there. So Chazal made a takana that you can't carry from one to the other unless everybody is ma'urav which means even though we all have separate homes, by putting the Eruv Chatzeris in one of the houses, it's as if we all, Rashi explains, as if we all live in the same house. So there you have Eruv twice. The other Eruv is is Eruv Tavshilin. What Dr. Kogan is talking about, which is what most people think of an Eruv, is technically not an Eruv. Technically, it's called a mechitza that we allow to surround our city and we call it as if it's a wall because either because of the shape of it, because it looks like an opening, it's got a string on top, right? It's got a wire and two poles and that is good enough to be considered the form of a wall. So that's really, even though we call it an a roof, technically it's not. So I agree with you that all of these takanos have a sense of bonding and positivity, but uh, and again, this is just it's, it's just a, a, a sign, Dr. Kogan, of uh, of how words get a new meaning. Today, almost everybody will say, "Yeah, are you checking the eruv? That's the eruv." Oh, in, in the Mishnah's time, in the Gemara's time, they they wouldn't have understood what you meant when you said, "Does the town have an eruv?" eventually, since it's all part of sort of the same group of laws, because, let, let me explain it better. If you don't have a roof if you don't have the, if the Mechitzas are working, but you still haven't done the Eruv of the bread, you still haven't done Eruv of you can't carry out of your house. So even though, for example, there's a real wall around the, the, the homes and the yards, there's a real wall made out of real material, you still need the Eruv, meaning the bread that everybody contributes for, to bond everyone. So the Mechitza doesn't work without, quote-unquote, the Eruv. So I think that's part of the – it's not really – it's actually the Eruv. I think that's the reason why people say, hey, do, is the Eruv up? Because the Eruv is sort of like the secret battery that allows the, the walls that you've created to really be considered a Rishos hayyokhed. Because you, you've you taken care of the ruve chatzeros, which is, and the laws of, the, the, it's not as, you know, it's not as people, it doesn't have the same glitter as getting up on the ladder and stretching the wires and getting the poles and getting the people's permission from the city to be able to, to put the strips there. Um, it doesn't have the same sense of, hey, this is a... Um, uh, um, a river a river a river bed a river bed on this side uh, we have a railroad bridge on the other side those things that we're talking about those aren't do you have an Eruv that's called a a, a place that's mukaf mechitzos do we consider it halachically as if it's enclosed then once you have it being enclosed then the Eruv uh, can kick in of course if you don't have any other people it's not a problem uh, well, because an Eruvei uh, Chatzairus is only an issue when you have multiple people living there. Okay, so I hope I, I clarified that. I know it sounded somewhat technical, but um, thank, you. Okay. thank you. point. Okay, all right. Yes, thank you. So um, the Mishnah uh has a, a number of, uh, we talked about Eruvay, uh Tavshilin or Eruv Tavshilin. So let's see, let's read a little bit of the Mishnah Bura on this point. It says the Mishabura that first of all, um, you need to make a eruv yichatseros, no matter what, whether it's a two day yontif, a one day yontif, and the second day is Shabbos. And dimchal yontif sheni ber of Shabbos, osir levashu le Shabbos, a Now let me explain something, by the way. Um, you're not allowed to cook. This is a this is a, a tremendous paradox. that the Eir of Tavshilin will allow you, let's say it's a a, a, a Thursday and Friday and then Shabbos. The Erev Tavshilin will allow you to cook on Thursday for Shabbos, but not Thursday for Friday. In other words, you can't cook for the second day of Yontif. Because the second day of Yontif might be actually a weekday, right? So even though when it's the second day of Yontif, it's it's a true Yontif, you wouldn't be able to cook from Thursday to Friday, but you can cook from Thursday to Shabbos. Um And the same thing the Mishabur is telling us that if you don't make the arif you can't say, Oh, what's the big deal? It's only Yontif Shani. It's not really Yontif. No, even though it's Yontif Shani, which is itself only the rabbanan. as we've seen, you have to have an Ayriftavshilan. Um one thing the Mishabur tells us is you can't be a you can't shaloyarin. You can't just try to trick your way out of it. How are you tricking your way out of it? by, hey, you know, you, oh, I'm going to use the most giant pot that I have. You know, you don't have so many people in your house. So there it's clear that you're sort of trying to, this is without the Erev. Without the Erev, you could cook and leave stuff over, but you can't say I'm taking out the biggest soup pot I have and and this is what I'm going to eat. Oh, I have leftovers. I'll just use that for Shabbos. No, you can't do that. Um, what does it mean that the Eirv does work? So the Mishnah Bruh says, Now, what does this mean? There is a demaklokas in psalchim. Whether you're allowed to do a malocha like Ochel Nefesh, would you get, would you get the lashes? Would you get lashes? Would you be beaten if, if you were warned not to do it? if you cooked from Yom Tif to Shabbos. It's a machlokas amaroyim. Whether a mevashel, to Shabbos aloka or not. So most assume that the reason why Erev works is because we hold, it's not usher from the Torah. You wouldn't get lashes for it. The rabbis don't want you doing it, but they gave you a way that you're able to do it with an Erev. But the Mishaburah says the poskim. Say that even if you hold Moleches Shabbos ain't nassin beyond Tef Mideraisa. Minat you're not allowed to cook on Yontif to Shabbos, but Erev still works. But how? How can the Erev knock out an Isra Minat Why? To Mikol Mikol ain't kan eli Yisuri Mideraisa. To Mideraisa Rinan, how ve'ilu mekalei oruchim bechazile. So this is called Hoil. This is called the hetar of cho'il. What does Hoil mean? Cho'il means that when the Torah gave the heter of cooking on, on yontif, for Ochel Nefesh, the Torah had in mind every type of possible situation that could occur that falls under the rubric of yomtiv cooking. Now, we know that you might, you might find that on Yontif, all of a sudden, people you don't expect show up. A bunch of people come from Shoal without a place to eat. The neighbors don't have any food for some reason. People show up in town that you didn't expect. And then you're going to end up cooking for a huge amount of people. That could happen doesn't usually happen but it could and since it could happen and when that happens everything that you've made even all this real extra stuff could be used for yontif itself so even if you don't have any guests since guests could show up and you would feed them with this food it's technically being cooked for yontif as well Because you don't know that guests aren't coming. You don't know that all of a sudden uh, these people that were stranded just show up and they need food. Therefore, even though in your brain you're thinking Shabbos, it'll turn out that it was used for Yom There's always that Possibility that this stuff that you're making might be for some schlepper who or whatever it is, some poor soul who isn't there, who wasn't able to to make it to where he needed to go for Yontif, and now he's stuck here. And since that is a possibility, so therefore it 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 it, it causes the Isser to be considered an Isser der Rabbanon, and therefore we know since. Uh, it's always difficult to, to have everything ready on Erev Yon for Shabbos, since the whole Isra is anyway only in Yisra derabanan. we're moderate with the shtick of an Erev. And we, we treat you as if you already started to cook and as if you cooked it all on Erev uh ready. Now, that is a chidush, that, that even if you hold minat Torah, it's also, but the Erev still works. The Mishnaburah quotes the Ran and the Ramban about this. However, it's not very—it's not simple that that is true. In fact, that is what this big Mishnaburah is. He says that that Ramban follows the opinion of Rabbah in Psochem. And that's what Tosas and Aaron says. Now, if that is true, some places you won't have the idea of hoil. For example, where won't you have a case of hoil? Let me explain it better. If you hold like if you hold like Rav I believe and I think that's the other opinion, that if you cook for yom to Shabbos, it's not an issur from the Torah at all, without hoil just because it has the same aspect of Kedusha, that elevation that I was talking about, then it's clear why Ereftav shiwin works. It was never usher anyway. So we made it usher. we came up with the rules. But if you say that there's a real Isir to cook from Shabbos to Yontav, but Ho'il is able to push that Isir most of the time away, Therefore, you're left with practically a rabbinic iser. That's why we allow Erev to work. So the Mishabur says there's an afkamina between the two opinions. For example, let's say you would want to cook on Yontif afternoon, very late before Yontif was ending, in the very late afternoon. In the late afternoon, no guests are showing up, right? So if it's really close to dark on Yontif afternoon, cooking for Shabbos, the Erev can't help you. If you say that there's no Yisr really minatora to cook from Shabbos to Yontif to Shabbos. So even if you're cooking on Yontif at the very end of Yontif day, we still say, get it cooked, get it ready, get it ready for Shabbos. The air can work for you. Because it never was really anything more. But if every, but if the cooking you're doing has to be considered a rabbinical cooking, what makes it rabbinical cooking? Because there's a possibility you could serve it to guests today. So, if you're cooking very late on Yom afternoon, there's no way a guest—it's not even going to be ready until right a second before the sun goes down. You're never going to be able to feed a guest with that. If that's the when you're cooking, then what the cooking you're doing is an iser daraisa, and the Arif can't help for that, and you would be usher to do it. So, there's a big nafkamina between these two opinions. Um. And that's what he says here. Um, if, you, if it's very close to dark, it's also midaraisa. And if that's, again, and, and all the French, the is hold that ho'il is the only thing that allows the cooking to be done. So if there's no ho'il, the air is worthless. And that would mean, since they might be correct, in other words, that we might Pasch and Rabba might be correct. You should be you should be careful that when you are cooking on Yontif for the Shabbos that's coming, it should be close enough. It should be you should be able to the food needs to be totally edible while it's clearly still day. Because if it's too late on Shabbat, on Yantif afternoon, then you, Arif mu- the cannot help you. And that is the reason, because of that, that there arose a, a custom, which is a strange custom, to be ma- that even those that are Maccabo Shabbos later, when Shabbos when it's a two-day yontif followed by Shabbos, there's a custom to Davin mariv early. In other words, to bring in Shabbos early. Where did that come from? You could say, why not? I'm not doing anything anyway. It's yontif. During the weekday, the reason is, is because uh, on a regular Shabbos, everybody's rushing from work. So they can't be makabul Shabbos early for whatever reason. But when it's a two-day yontif, followed by Shabbos, people say, oh, I was busy, I wasn't busy, well, I'm going to be a Shabbos. That could be a sociological reason. But there's a halachic reason. The halachic reason is, is because this way, we know you're going to get your cooking finished. Why? Because by sending the husband to shul, that's sending a message to everybody that everything needs to be finished already so this way we know so by 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 this custom this custom of of, of, of bringing in Shabbos early allows to make sure there's no malacca being done and make sure that the parameters of the a river are holding now what about you just didn't have time time snuck up on you and you don't have food for Shabbos. He says, even you can be so on the other shita that the Erev can work even for stuff that you just finished cooking right before Yontif is over. And even beyond the free Rishon, even though you have the whole Yantif Shani to do it, Yeshua But of course, free Rishon, it's more Chomor. Because free Rishon, it might be Melach according to Rabbah, that you're being over. Um one last point is what does the ARIV allow you to do? We know it allows you to cook, it allows you to do other stuff. Does it allow you to do other sorts of um hachanos? So this is a very big question uh in the Akronim. I'll share some of it with you. Um for example, um what about making all the beds? on Yontav, for the sake of Shabbos. Normally, you're not supposed to do that. Normally, you would say, for example, on Shabbos, I'm making the beds. Okay, so it's one thing you're making the beds because you plan on going to take a nap on Shabbos afternoon. It's another thing, Shabbos afternoon, what are you making the bed for? Well, I'm making the bed because I'm going to sleep tonight. You're not supposed to do that. That's called Hachana. Well, in the same way, let's say, I am making the bed on uh, Yom Tov afternoon for sleeping Friday night. Can I do that? Hmm. Well, if I can cook, can't I? You can't I? Can't the erev work for that? So, Rav Kideger, the great Rav of Bosen, says if the erev can work for cooking stuff, where we're talking about real melachos it definitely can help to do other activity. That's what Rekhi Veger says. However, um, the uh, other Achrodim, including the Mishnaburah himself, writes that, and and, and Reb Vosner points this out, that there's a contradiction in the Mishnaburah. Mishnaburah writes in another place that Erev Tavshimon is all about getting the meals ready, not to allow you to do everything, doesn't allow you to do everything. So, for example, one thing that comes up often is rolling the sefer Torah. Many times, they want to uh, yontif going into Shabbos. They want to uh, the gaboyim want to roll the sefer to get it ready for the laning that's going to be on Shabbos. Can you do that? So, um, the 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 Elio Raba, the Dine in Prague, the beginning of the 18th century says it's osir. So does the Chida the Zefari also says that's Asr. And so does the Alter Rebbe. Why? Because they disagree with Rivki veger They say that Erev Tavshilin is all about the Tzorah Chesuda. Not everything else. Whereas Rivki veger according to him, the same way you can make the beds, you can do all these things because the Erev can help you. What about so that's a machlokas whether you're allowed to do other stuff. What about washing the dishes? Having the dishes ready for Shabbos. So even though the Alter Rebbe is of the opinion that Erev Tavshivan is about getting your meals ready, the dishes are, an, are ancillary to the meal. The, the dishes help the meal happen. So the same way you can cook the chicken soup, you can also wash the bowls that you're going to put the chicken soup in because that's part of the meal. Um, however, that is what um, uh Vosner says. However, um Olyashev is not so sure about that. First of all, he knows about the Rebbe and the other postkin that say it's got to be about the meal. And therefore, he says, only if you, there's no way you're going to have a meal. Meaning, let's say you have plastic plates or something else. You wouldn't be able to wash the, the 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 plates in the sink on Yontif for Shabbos. It's got to be a Shas atchak godel, according to Rebel Yoshev, to be able uh, to use those to able to 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 do that. Um, one of the questions on the Rabbi Yoshev deals with is what about lighting candles? You light candles for Shabbos on Yontif. Now, why are you allowed to do that? It has no yontif purpose at all. So there, of course, you have no other option. <laughs> you, there's a mitzvah to have candles. You can't light them from before yontif. So there, the Eruv allows you to light the candles uh, on on yontif for the sake of Shabbos. Um, but um, the uh, but anything else, Rebbe Yashem says, even washing the dishes... It, it, it might be a, a big problem. Um, what about filling a um, filling a uh, urn with water on, um, and we talked about this, you might remember a number of months ago in the Psockham of Ravelsky about how to fill an urn with water on Yontif uh, when you have a display, when you have an electronic display. Well, let's let's put the electronic display uh, a little bit on the side for a minute. What about you're, you're filling the urn on Yomteh for Shabbos, to have a good cup of tea on Shabbos. And you're not going to be able to, it's so close to Shabbos, you're not going to be able to use it. Um Reflame Zalman says um, that even though it's not going to be totally hot until a, a minute or two before Shabbos or whatever it is, 18 minutes, whatever it is before Shabbos, he still says, um, you could still drink that water. True, it's not the hot water that you want, but you still could drink it. Um, so therefore it wouldn't, even according to the Mishnah brewer, it might not be an, it might not be a Suffolk Israel d'arisa. So, meaning, if a guest came in and said, do you have anything to drink? You'd be able to give him the water, even though the water is not boiled yet. So even though it eventually will get boiled right before Shabbat starts, that's not like cooking food. Because water is still, you're still able to drink it. Whereas food that isn't ready to eat, a raw potato is a raw potato. So that's different. Whereas heating water, you might be able to do minutes right before Shabbos. Uh- Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of New York at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.